0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, August 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California applauds Japan deal. Labor shortage adds to food loss. Drought bond could reduce disaster costs. And monster tumbleweeds? Japan deal welcome news for walnut farmers. The Japanese market for California's walnuts has been growing fast, and that pace could pick up substantially, Thanks to a preliminary trade deal struck with the U.S. this past weekend. No details of the pact have been released, but if it mirrors the concessions the U.S. got in the Trans-Pacific Partnership, all Japanese tariffs would be removed. That according to the California Walnut Commission. President Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out of the TPP two years ago. Over the past five years, the Japanese market has grown 44% despite a 10% duty, according to the Commission. The potential for duty reduction would greatly afford new opportunities for market growth for California's more than 4,800 walnut growers and over 90 walnut processors. Produce and almond growers also applaud deal. The Western Growers Association was pleased to see a trade deal in the works with Japan. Along with tariff reductions, President and CEO Tom Nassif hopes to see reforms on sanitary and phytosanitary standards. He said that would result in true market gains and much-needed economic relief for an industry that has already been caught in the crosshairs of trade wars on other fronts. California exports $1.5 billion worth of agriculture products to Japan, with almonds, rice and walnuts being the top three. According to the Almond Alliance of California, the state exports 67 percent of the almonds it produces worth nearly four and a half billion dollars. Chairman Mike Curry called the deal very important for California growers since they rely on access to foreign markets to sell their crops and Japan is a significant destination for California almonds. U.S. and China aim to resume trade talks. Top U.S. and Chinese negotiators are going to be getting back to the work of trying to end the trade war, President Donald Trump said yesterday, allaying fears after the dispute escalated at a breakneck pace just three days ago. We're going to get there, Trump told reporters during his trip to France to attend the annual G7 summit. We're going to have a fair deal. The state of talks between the countries whiplash from dismal to optimistic after Trump said China reached out to his administration and Chinese Vice Premier Liu He suggested the negotiations resume. Trump said, I can say we're having very meaningful talks, much more meaningful than, I would say, at any time, frankly. And I think, for the most part, it's because we're doing very well. China is a great country. I consider President Xi to be a great leader. Study. Labor shortage adds to on-farm food loss. A new study from Santa Clara University finds that the amount of edible produce left in California's fields is two and a half times more than growers had estimated. The paper says grower surveys and interviews alone are not a reliable source. While rates were highly variable, losses on average total 34% of the potential yield. The rates depend on a variety of factors, including crop types, prices, and consumer preferences. Yet the significant rise in labor costs over the years has led to growers making fewer passes through the fields during the harvest. Growers reported they were reducing the number of cuts performed on broccoli and cauliflower as a direct result. The paper notes that varieties producing more uniform crops may lessen the impact. But still, researchers note that it seems unlikely that a simple, one-size-fits-all solution will solve the problem. Drought and wildfire bond could reduce disaster costs. More frequent and intense droughts from climate change as well as rising temperatures could severely impact agriculture production in California in the coming years. By 2050, for example, the Central Valley will experience an additional two weeks of high heat events. Addressing this as well as sea level rise, flooding, wildfires and warming oceans is a $7.9 billion bond proposal for 2020. A new fiscal analysis by the state finds that taxpayers would pay $385 million annually for 40 years to pay off that bond. It would also cost the state $7.5 billion in interest. But investing in disaster prevention would likely lead to overall cost savings when these disasters strike, according to the Legislative Analyst's Office. Exactly how much that savings would be, however, it depends on how successful the bond is at mitigating those climate impacts. You can read more about the bond proposal at www.agripulse.com. Herbs and spices to get their own crop groupings for tolerance settings. The Environmental Protection Agency is proposing to separate herbs and spices into different crop groupings for the purpose of setting pesticide tolerances applicable to the entire groups. Dividing the current herbs and spices group will benefit growers by allowing them to use pesticides not previously available for crop protection, according to the EPA. Some herbs and spices have great potential to be grown on a larger scale in some areas in the future due to their unique nutritional and medicinal values, according to EPA. Because the demand for herbs keeps increasing in the United States, these crops may provide local market growers new revenue opportunities for fresh herbs with high returns per acre. The proposal is being published in today's Federal Register and comes with a 60-day comment period. Monster tumbleweeds have arrived. It's not uncommon to see a few tumbleweeds blowing across the open desert. Now, how often do you see them piling up to the second story of a house? Well, that was a case last year in the desert town of Victorfield, California, where some residents called 911 to escape. Now, UC Riverside researchers have released a new study supporting the theory that the species... Sausaloriati grows more vigorously because it is a hybrid with double pairs of its parents' chromosomes. The parent plants can grow up to six feet tall. More research may lead to the ability to suppress growth. A UC Riverside study finds that a nasty species of gigantic tumbleweed is expanding its territory in the U.S. Well, here's today's She Said It. They live in constant terror of being deported and having their families torn apart. That Ann Lopez, executive director of the Center for Farmworker Families, discussing in Cal Matters a growing fear of raids among farm workers, which is leading to clandestine food banks. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, August 27th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Acropulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.